Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Today on an all-new Dr. Phil, a father accused. When my daughter was three, she claimed their dad had sexually abused her. You've used your bond as a mother to coach your own daughter for your control games. But it's mom who walks off. She wants to come back out and she said she is not going to be very nice. The confrontation with Dr. Phil. What do you want to say? What do you want to say? That shocked the audience. I came here to help my daughter and you turned this into a giant circus. Is it possible that this circus is a missed opportunity? And both parents agreed to take a polygraph. The questions were, have you ever touched Sophie for a sexual reason? And your answer was? No. And the results were? Let's do it. Not a good show, everybody. Here we go. This is a safe place to talk about hard things. Stand by. We'll count you down. I try to be an emotional compass and point you in the right direction. Five, four. I am not giving up on you. Yesterday, we began unraveling a custody case involving outrageous accusations. Daniel claims Lindsay coached their three-year-old daughter to falsely accuse him of sexual abuse. But when the court saw videos that Lindsay took of their little girl, she lost custody, and now she is here fighting to win her daughter back. Here is what happened so far. Lindsay is a liar, a manipulator, and very deceitful. When she told me she was pregnant, I was pretty shocked. After the standard visitation started is when Lindsay accused me of sexually abusing our daughter. Did you falsely accuse him of molesting her? At the time, I believed 100% that you did it. Have you accused other people in your life of molesting behavior? Yes, I have. Did you accuse your father? Yes, I did. Have you made accusations against your boyfriend? I had him criminally chess class because he turned into quite a stalker. Did you accuse your ex-boss of assaulting you? Yes, I did. I don't really see how that's relevant, though. I recorded some audio during a supervised visit with Lindsay. I reached to get Sophie, and Lindsay said that I had assaulted her. Okay. Keep your hands off me. You are All not right. allowed to touch me without permission. Hey. You do not right, touch me. Hey. You do not Everything's ever touch me. Everything's gonna be okay. Me. Call the police right now. Yes. You just assaulted me right in front of you. I just assaulted you. You just assaulted me. No. Did he assault you at the mall? He grabbed my daughter in my arms, causing me to fall back a little bit. Did you really feel like you were assaulted, or yes, were you? Yes, I did. What happened in that court for them to say, you know what, I'm taking this a child away from this mother and giving this child to an accused molester? Didn't they think you were coaching this child? They did accuse me of coaching her to say things, and that was completely untrue. Sophie, do you want to go see your daddy? They don't. Do you want to go back and see your daddy? Mm -mm, he's gonna what? No, he's gonna what? No, he's gonna what? Oh, 
you? <laughs> Where is he gonna hurt you at? You feel like she coached your daughter? I absolutely believe that, yes, sir. If you think I don't see game playing going on here, one of us is a fool, and I'm pretty sure it isn't me. That is coaching the child. I, that's why the court concluded what the they The court concluded. did not see those videos in the first they trial. They did see the videos. They did not see those videos in the first trial. They saw those videos in the final trial. They did not Correct. see those in the first trial whenever they gave you custody. Right. You sure can turn those tears on and off pretty fast, can't you? But you don't believe that you were leading your daughter in no, that No, I don't. Wow. Um, I believe those videos are absolutely heartbreaking. They are. You know, the problem is when, if you're coaching a child to say these things, why didn't you tell them? What, what do you mean, why didn't you tell them? What do you mean, why didn't you tell them? Why, why are you scolding her for not telling something? What do you mean? You said at the beginning of the second tape, why didn't you tell them? Why didn't you tell them what she told me? Why didn't, you tell, why didn't she tell them what, what she told my grandparents? Why didn't she tell them what she was telling her therapist? Why didn't she tell them what she told the nurse? Why didn't she tell them the same thing that she was telling everybody else? I wasn't allowed to talk to her before the interview. I was not allowed to talk to her before the CAC interview, which only lasted about 15 minutes. Would you like to know what our daughter said during the interview with police? Mommy won't let me see daddy. That is not what she said. I it would is. like to see it's exactly recorded. where that is recorded. That is not what she said. You know, the, the problem is, if you make allegations which you now say you don't believe are true, which means you acknowledge they were unfounded. No, no, I think they were definitely founded allegations. They were, I had a traumatized three-year-old girl who was saying, my daddy hurt me. <clears throat> Those allegations trigger a whole series of events for the child. The child goes through forensic interviews. The child can go through invasive so medical what exactly, examinations. What exactly is a procedure that you're supposed to take? What exactly should you do if your daughter says that her father hurt her? Well, with someone like you, the first thing I would do is polygraph them to find out if it's even warranted to do any of that because clearly you lied to them. Well, I what want to exactly answer your question. What do you do? Yeah, what do you do if, if, if a child comes to you and says something, what did she say to you that made you believe this? She said, Daddy hurt my vagina, and then she, it, she kept on continuing, uh -huh. explaining in detail how he hurt her. Okay, where did she learn that word? Vagina? Uh -huh. That's the word that, that I taught her all along. I was a daycare teacher for two and a half years. She knew that from the time I would she could never talk. teach my she came and volunteered. Do you not, do you not agree as a psychologist that, or as a <clears throat> former psychologist that, uh, that using the proper anatomy is, is what you're supposed to do? I, I think it's appropriate to use correct anatomical terms yes. at the appropriate age. So and what I, is the appropriate age in your opinion? Well, I think the appropriate age, if you're talking about two and a half, three years old, 
Um, you're you're having these conversations with her, I guess you're saying at one, one and a half, No, two. we'll start a potty training, I guess, is whenever. Okay, whenever so you're saying periods. 12 to 14 months. Is that when you were starting to do this? Probably about like one and a half on. Uh -huh. um, I, I think that the likelihood of her putting that sentence together and coming to you is developmentally very unusual. Well, have you heard her talk? I very, mean, she was extremely very verbal unusual. for her age. I, I realize you all have made a very intelligent child here. Well, I did read it, it for the first three years and three it, months Since you now know that it didn't happen, right? You believe it didn't happen? I, I believe that I wasn't there, and I sure hope to God that it didn't happen. Well, you told me earlier that you now believe it didn't happen. Yeah, no, I don't believe that it happened now. Okay, well, that's what I said. Since you now believe it didn't happen, and you said, well, I hope to God it didn't, I don't know, but you said you didn't believe, you now believe it didn't happen. Do, do you have any regret for what you triggered her having to go through? What I triggered her having to go through? Right. You mean by trying to protect her? Do I have any regret for trying to protect my daughter from her saying that her dad sexually abused her? Do you have any nope. regrets? None at all. I, I do have regrets on how I handled the whole situation, but I didn't know what to do. I didn't, it, this was not something that was premeditated and planned oh. like you're trying to make it seem. Mm. This was something that, that happened and that. I was like, I don't know what to do. I, I'm not trying to make it seem. I didn't take her to the doctor until the next morning because I didn't know what to do. My daughter told me. I didn't know you, what to do. A couple weeks before she did this, that mommy is going to take me away and daddy's gonna have to find a new little girl. Oh my God, he said that in court too. That is absolutely, and you also said in court that I don't ever take her to the park. Do you wanna see how many park pictures I have of her? I never said that. You well, did too, you started crying in the courtroom. This and is said, what. Sophie said her mommy doesn't ever take her to the park. Well, here's what Daniel says that, that Sophie's kind of spontaneous outcries have been. Mommy is going to take me away and daddy will have to find a new little girl. Mommy says I got red and mommy says Daniel did it. Daddy doesn't hurt me anymore. Mommy says not to go to the park. Why are you here? I don't like daddy's because mommy says so. I only like Nona's. Mommy says I don't want to go to daddy's house. Mommy says I have to lie. Oh, really? Mommy That's says for me to cry and I don't want to. She says you can. Mommy says you're taking me away. Daddy did bring me back, Mommy. I'm talking now, Daddy, after being away from Lindsay and her grandparents. Mommy says you are taking me away. Mommy says I can cry. Mommy took a picture and Mommy says I'm red. Mommy says I have to cry. Did Mommy tell me to rub on my panties like this? Mommy says the mean judge says I have to live with Daddy and mommy says, the girl judge says I live with mommy. Mommy told me to ask daddy why you sent me in Walmart clothes. Mommy said, Gigi and Bruce are going to burn in hell. Oh, cause that's a phrase a three-year-old would say. I tried to cry in the car, but I couldn't. Mommy says you can. Okay, these phrases, do they seem like something a three-year-old would say? Well, you said she was precocious. I. <laughs> You disagreed with me. I haven't. You disagreed with me, did you not? <clears throat> I haven't met her. 
You haven't met her? No. Well, there aren't you, big you words disagreed there. with there's me long that sentences. there's very long sentences, there's very big words, and... There aren't big words, there are long sentences. Well, there's some words that I, that I wouldn't think that a three-year-old would say, like the phrase, burn in hell. Yeah, those are repeated. Those are parrot words. They're, she's parroting back. This, this is a damn joke. You feel like she should have her parental rights completely absolved here. I do not support her motherhood at all. And later, we talked to both Daniel and Lindsay about taking polygraphs. They both agreed to do so. How did that go? Supposedly, Lindsay's gonna be joining the military this month. She doesn't like anyone controlling her. What is she gonna do when there's a drill sergeant two inches from her face yelling at her, telling her to do things? I think it will be a disaster. Daniel's parents, Patrick and Rhonda, who are helping him care for the little girl, say they knew Lindsay was bad news from the beginning. Take a look. I think Lindsay totally thrives on drama. When we first met Lindsay, she came across as very sweet. We found out very quickly she is very controlling, rude, arrogant, abusive. She has no qualms using her own daughter to wage war with Daniel. I had a lot of rage over this false allegation that was made against my son. Daniel and I confronted Lindsay and I said, do you really believe my son Daniel did this to your daughter? And she said, yes, and I will always believe that. I knew she was lying and I knew right then and there that I was gonna support my son to get permanent custody of his daughter. My wife and I have put a lot of our own money into this court battle for Daniel. We don't have a lot of money. So it's been a real strain on our finances. It was very hard for my granddaughter to overcome the damage that her mother inflicted upon her by betraying her father as a monster. At this point in time, she is not capable of being a good mother. Well, I am back with Daniel, and we are adding um, uh, his parents to uh, the conversation here, uh, Patrick and Rhonda. Uh, we also don't have Lindsay. Uh, she chose to um, get up and uh, walk off at the break. I think she um, doesn't like answering questions and being unable to deflect um, the conversation because I am not easy to deflect. Um, despite the fact that she made a commitment to me at the beginning of the show that even though she's gonna hear some things she might not like, that she was prepared to do that, she was gonna stick it out, she was gonna stay here, she was gonna go through the process. I gave her the stage on her own allowed her to tell her side, the whole thing, but she made a commitment and then she breached that commitment and marched herself off stage. So we're here without her, which again forecloses yet another opportunity on her behalf to try to figure a way to broker a piece here. But thank you two for being here. Uh, you feel like she should have her parental rights completely absolved here, correct? Yes. Why? 
at this point, I do not support her motherhood at all because of the last five years of living hell that we've been through with her and the emotional trauma that she's caused on my granddaughter. Uh huh. And when she made these allegations against your son, mm-hmm. um, were you shocked that she made the allegations? Absolutely. I was totally shocked. Yeah. And you didn't believe her. No. And were you shocked when she made those allegations? Because, I mean, you knew you had seen the manipulation. You knew there were problems in the past. So that couldn't have come as a shock to you. We we actually saw the manipulation and things like that. Daniel came to a place where he moved out on his own. And uh, for quite some time, things were so difficult with Lindsay that we would not even allow him to go pick her up for for standard visitation by himself. We always went with him or we had someone else go with him. And it was just for things like this because she comes up with all these false allegations about different things. This has been kind of an ongoing thing. When I was actually with Daniel, when we went to pick her up for standard visit, and we pulled up in front of her apartment. Daniel got out, and a guy just walks up and says, hey, are you Daniel, and serves him papers. And that was the first indication, or we had no idea for what. And he starts reading these papers and just goes, oh, my gosh. You know, what's she going to come up with next? Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of how that came about. Mm-hmm. And how do you two get along with her directly? Lindsay's like a light switch. That's the only way I know how to describe her. She can be very nice, very, uh, in in a sense, I'm going to use my terms carefully, but um, she tries to come across as caring, but she'll flip on you in an instant. I think you just saw that. We've tried to work with her in a lot of different ways as far as accommodating her schedule, what she doesn't like, all kinds of things. And she'll get what she wants, and as soon as she gets what she wants, then, excuse the terminology, she'll screw him in an instant out of his end of the bargain. Mm-hmm. And that's happened numerous times. This started, like, way back. If you file runaway charges on me, I will file abuse allegations on you. And she means it. She really will. And later, Lindsay wants to come back out and talk to me. She also says she is not going to be very nice. What do you want to say? Uh, What do you want to say? The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street, essential television. You're his parents, uh, so we expect you to be supportive of him. I wouldn't think a lot of you if you weren't. and he described himself as young and stupid when he got into this. He seems to have uh, straightened himself out now and you're in medical school and you seem to be doing a good job with your daughter. And 
and you're, you're wanting to heal this situation. Her parents have actually weighed in on this situation as well. Um, you would expect them to be supportive of her, of course, since they're her parents, you, because you're her parents. They did give us a statement. They said the following, quote, we both believe Lindsay needs counseling before she can be a part of Sophie's life. We have asked her to do family counseling for many years. We do not believe that Daniel has ever sexually molested Sophie. Lindsay has used the same accusations with us and others when she hasn't gotten her way. We love our daughter, but we do not want her in our life because of all the drama she creates and lies she tells. We believe Daniel and his parents are doing a wonderful job raising Sophie. When we are with Sophie, she is a very happy and loving four-year-old. We love Sophie very much and only want what is best for our granddaughter. Um, so I'm certain that they love their daughter, but they recognize that there are some issues here because as, as I went over with her, you know, I, looking at this from a forensic standpoint, I, I look at patterns. And if you got a long history, well entrenched of certain behaviors, it unfortunately predicts a long future of that kind of behavior unless something dramatic happens to change it. And she lied to you about paternity. Um, her, her parents say that she lied about the father molesting her. Um, she appears to me to have coached the daughter in these tapes. Um, she says that you assaulted her at the mall. Okay. Okay. Um, you're All not right. allowed to touch me without permission. Hey. You do not right, touch I'm, me. Hey. You do not Everything's going to be me. okay. Call the police right now. Yes. You just assaulted me right in front of you. I just assaulted you. You just assaulted me. I was not charged with assault, and it was all ruled out. Um, she says her ex-boss assaulted her, called the cops. The cops got there and sided with the ex-boss. Um, she made complaints against her ex-boyfriend from just this last year. It just seems like there's a pattern of, if you don't do what I want you to do, I'm going to start filing complaints and that sort of thing on you. and. There just seems to be a lack of empathy about the impact on other people when she does those sort of things. Including and, our child. Yeah. And that's actually one of the reasons why we came to you, or Daniel did, because there seems to be no consequences for Lindsay for doing this stuff. She well, but there's certainly a consequence now because her daughter right. uh, has been torn from her life. And when I say a long history, this started like way back. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, there was a note uh, that she left for her parents at 15. Mom and dad, I'm not coming home tonight or until further notice. If you file runaway charges on me, I will file abuse allegations on you. I have been in contact with the police, but I haven't said anything yet. I'm safe and will still be attending school. If you wish to contact me, then do it through school. Lindsay. So, I mean, as far back then, I'm, I'm out of here, and if you yeah. complain about it, I'm gonna <clears throat> file abuse allegations on you. And she means it. Well, she yeah. She really will. Uh, as you well painfully know. Yeah. 
Uh, and so, my wallet. <laughs> well, coming up, this Daniel said he wanted to clear his name, so he offered to take a polygraph exam. Um, in fact, both Lindsay, who isn't here, and Daniel said they would take a polygraph exam. We will talk about the results when we come back. Lindsay agreed to take the polygraph test. How did that go? She said there was a misunderstanding. And later... I came here to help my daughter, and you turned this into a giant circus. Is it possible that this circus is, in fact, a missed opportunity? Well, Jack Tremarco is here. Uh, as you well know, if you watch this show, he is a special agent with the FBI uh, for 21 years before retiring. He is the best of the best when it comes to polygraph. He has administered over 3,500 polygraphs. And uh, we talked to uh, both Daniel and Lindsay about taking polygraphs. They both agreed uh, to do so. Um, and so we asked Jack to come in uh, as per usual. Uh, Jack, let's talk about your polygraph exam uh, with Daniel. Um, you, you did meet with Daniel, correct? I did. We met yesterday. Uh-huh. And um, the uh, time that you spent with Mr. Tamarco, um, did he explain everything to you well? Yes. And there was nothing unusual about it in your regard? You felt comfortable? Uh, yeah, I actually volunteered myself to do this. Right. Because I want my daughter to see that I went through everything possible. Right. And do you feel like you were treated professionally? Yeah, he's a remarkable guy. Uh, fairly? Yes. And uh, so you have no complaints about the test? No, sir. You know why I'm asking you, right? Yes, sir. Because. Uh, I've opened these envelopes before. People don't like the results, and then they start complaining about the test protocol. So I want to, you got complaints about it, spit them out now. No. No, okay. Um, so, uh, Jack, you, you had no problems with the test. You didn't detect any countermeasures or anything on his part? No countermeasures. He was completely cooperative, and uh, uh, it was just a, uh, another polygraph test on a very important issue. All right. Um, we ask, we test one issue with polygraph here because despite what you may see on television shows or dramas, it, it, to maintain the integrity of the polygraph, you can only test one issue and you can ask it two different ways, but one issue. Um, the questions were, have you ever touched Sophie for a sexual reason? And your answer was? No. Since she was born, have you ever touched Sophie for a sexual reason? And your answer was? No. And the results were that you were telling the truth. It was unacceptable. <laughs> um, Jack, I assume this was not a close call? No, it was uh, definitive. A plus 12, Dr. Phil, on the empirical scoring system that I used, uh, he would have needed a plus two or above to have passed the test. So he passed going away. Okay, all right. Uh, 
Lindsay also agreed to take a polygraph, and our interest there, of course, was have you uh, ever coached your daughter? Uh, the questions were, did you ever instruct Sophie to fabricate sexual misconduct allegations against Daniel? Second question, did you tell Sophie to make up allegations of sexual misconduct against Daniel? Um, she agreed to take the polygraph test. How did that go? Well, we met early this morning, a little bit after 7, and uh, I was under the impression that that we were good to go. Uh, she was introduced to me, and uh, other than a greeting, nothing was said. She started to backwater and uh, say she wasn't going to take the polygraph or there was a misunderstanding. And then she, color, using very colorful language, declined. She said it was she wasn't going to do it. That's exactly what she said. <laughs> even though she had agreed with us that she would. Right. Uh, so this was an opportunity for her to clear herself as well. Well, in retrospect, uh, observing everything that I've observed, uh, it, I think it was a very intelligent decision. I want to be able to show my daughter that I did absolutely everything to keep her mom in her life. Lindsay wants to come back out and talk to me. I'll hear what she has to say. What I can um, tell you is this. Um, peace at any price is no peace at all. Um, you have an undivided loyalty to your daughter. There's no question about that. And um, I, I started this out by saying I'm very much interested in unification of family. Um, you know, I, I believe that um, Lindsay, in, in my opinion, uh, has some emotional issues, some emotional pain going on here um, that I would hope that she would commit to working on and getting some resolution. Doesn't mean she has to like you. She can decide that you're a no good son of a bitch. That's okay. She doesn't have to like you. She doesn't have to get along with you. You don't even have to see each other. You could even exchange the child through a mediator. It doesn't matter. That's not the important thing. But if, if she's willing to do those things so she can be a, a, a positive influence in her daughter's life, I mean, how great is that, that she could be there when her daughter goes through different things in her life and starts dating and when she gets married and all, and all of those things. There's so many years stretching out ahead that her mother could play such a constructive and important part of her life. And, and that's... Uh, that's why I'm here, because I want to be able to show my daughter that I did absolutely everything to yeah. keep her mom in her life. Um, and I think that um, I, I, I would really hope that at some point she would gain the insight and say, you know, I'm, I'm willing to do that. Uh, 
But at this point, if you don't show insight, you can't change what you don't acknowledge. And if she doesn't have the insight to do that, then you can't expect it to change. And so I think you need to be very cautious about the exposure that you have at this point. Um, and if, if she wants to roll up her sleeves and work on that in earnest, then actions speak much louder than words, and I'll be more than happy to offer her that sort of help. And if she is, in fact, going to go into the military, and maybe she is, maybe she's not, if she does, then maybe that will work out and she'll get some, uh, some help there and, and all. But my hope is that she will come to a point where she can play a constructive and positive role in her daughter's life. Whether you two ever become more than just civil or not, you want her to have an active role in her daughter's life if it can be, if it can be healthy. Correct. Okay. Um, now, but I would require that before I made any concession whatsoever. Your job is to protect your daughter. And if, if she undermines you with her daughter, that's not protecting your daughter. Right. So you have to see that and have an objective professional advise you that there has been meaningful change before you move your position. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the entry price. Unless an objective professional evaluates it and tells you there's been meaningful change, absolutely, I would not make a change. I would not open her up to exposure any more than then you have to. Mm -hmm. That's just the truth of it. All right. Now, Lindsay just told my producer that she wants to come back out and talk to me, uh, but without any of these people here. Um, she also said, and I quote, she is not going to be very nice. Um, so I, I if, if she has something to say that will maybe lead her to closer to doing what I'm saying, then I'll hear what she has to say. So let me excuse y'all and uh, I'll talk to her briefly and then we'll be done here, okay? What do you wanna say? Well, basically this has been a giant joke and I don't see it'll help my daughter at all. You're the one that dramatically walked off. Ready to get real? Go to DrPhil.com for advice on relationships, parenting, finances, and more. Plus, weigh in on your favorite episodes, share your stories, and find support in the Dr. Phil community. When you sign up for the community, you will automatically be subscribed to the Dr. Phil Show newsletter. Log on to DrPhil.com today. Because you didn't hear what you wanted to hear no, because you didn't, you didn't talk about anything but the court case. And I, it, it's, it's been a complete joke. This has been a complete joke mm -hmm. for entertainment. I, I hope you all guys were entertained. Okay. And um, so do you, do you think that coming out here and trying to insult me advances your Oh, your I'm not case. trying to insult you at all. I, oh, I'm just insulting your show. No, don't, no, don't worry about it because I, 
assign absolutely no weight to it okay. whatsoever. Right, no, good. I, I don't. That's good. I, I don't want to. I, I don't. I've been doing this for 35 or 40 years. I'm I, sure. I'm sure you've heard much worse. I have. Uh, I, I'm very thick skinned I have no need to be loved by strangers. So that's good. That'd uh, be a little bit weird. Uh, I, I just uh, have tried to get you to see some things that I think are difficult for you to see and. See, I think uh, you're just trying to dramatize the situation instead of helping it. That's what I think. Well, you're the one that dramatically walked off. I did walk off. Yes, I did. Okay. All right. Well, um, uh, I'm sorry it didn't work out for you. Yes. And, uh, nice meeting you. Okay. So long. Thank you. I want to thank all of my guests today, uh, <laughs> especially Jack Tremarco. Uh, when you need to impress someone with the truth, um, Jack Tremarco is certainly a guy to do it. We'll see you next time. <laughs>